This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. <laughs> As a descendant of Yaki Yoemi Indigenous Tribe, Carolina Miranda holds the same truths of her ancestors, carrying resiliency and strength within our spiritual values, but above all, love and connection to all creation. Her journey in this world as a warrior of light has led her to help guide people wherever they are in their healing journey. Our ancestors have passed on this wisdom of the Toltec path of self-discovery to grow, transform, and evolve as the true free beings we were always meant to be. As a holistic practitioner, she merges Western practices of psychotherapy with native indigenous wisdom for deeper healing and restorative balance between self and Mala, Mother Earth. Valeria Tellis interviews Carolina Miranda, a healer, holistic practitioner, psychotherapist, sound healing practitioner, and speaker. Learn everything you can. Read books, gain knowledge, take time to master the skill. Then throw everything out the window and just trust your intuition. Carolina Miranda recalls listening to Dolores Cannon's book, Between Death and Life, and this is a paraphrased quote from the book. It stood out to her because it felt like a representation and confirmation of her life purpose. It is Carolina's conscious commitment to self and others to go beyond intellectual understanding as she continues to cultivate an indigenous and spiritual healing approach to her practice. When she began incorporating the modality Healing Touch, an evidence-based practice in the nursing field to many clients who she was administering EMDR, the shift and change not just in the thinking process, but also in their demeanor and their desire to live out a healthier lifestyle physically, emotionally, and spiritually was miraculous. This foundation and experience of working with energy really catapulted Carolina's interest in looking into frequencies and energy to expand her abilities as a conduit of healing. Additional research and theoretical frameworks Carolina has learned and studied include benefits of binaural beats on the human brain and body to attain higher levels of consciousness, as well as Dr. Masaru Emoto's research on water crystals. And after being exposed to both positive and negative worlds, music and vibrations affected the crystalline structures. Meet Carolina at unearthling.com. Here is the interview with Carolina Miranda. In your own words, who is Carolina Miranda? Carolina Miranda is this passionate, versatile, still learning how 
to navigate this world. She's here for a purpose and it evolves every time that she thinks she's getting closer to knowing. <laughs> Carolina is also a person that feels intensely and and that has been something since my childhood that as I became older, I was able to find a term to what was happening to me. And like so many others who um, are empaths and really couldn't really express or identify what they were experiencing or feeling. So that, that is Carolina. It really feels like the more we become comfortable with the unknown, that in a way becomes true knowledge. Yes. It seems to me. Yeah, it's it seems like also the universe gives you just enough to keep going to follow that beam of light. And that's one of our our main purposes for coming to this earth is is really to to feel, to love and to heal. Yeah, how does it happen at this idea of purpose? And if there is really an intention and a purpose to life. Where did that come from? It's through our inner knowledge or our inner wisdom. Um, I feel like a lot of what has been revealed to me, especially in the past three years, as I've really transitioned, um, not just as a clinician, but, you know, in, in this three-dimensional world, just really allowing myself to see myself as something more. Um, and that's that spirituality, right? And so when we tap into that spiritual realm, that there's something beyond ourselves, it, it really gives us that, that inner wisdom that there is something that we're here to do. Um, and most of the time, again, we it is not revealed right away because we have to kind of learn certain lessons and just learn about the process and love the process as it's happening to us. What about the purpose of life itself? Do you see there's an ultimate purpose, per se, a destination to the human experience? Honestly, it is, it is that. It is to master the the art of feeling, loving, and healing, because you will always have those three things in your life, no matter what is happening in your life, if you think about it. One of those components will always be present. And so it's the mastery and the balancing of those things to continue to, to keep you catapulting you into other realms in, in your life. And, and the lessons, because we're here again to learn. This is this is what we're here to learn. We're, we're here to learn and to, to understand that life purpose in this lifetime, because we've, we've lived many lifetimes. So in this particular lifetime. Yeah. So talk to me for a moment about healing, what healing is, if you can describe what healing is, and then also the process of healing. What does it look like? Healing is this level of consciousness that there is something that no longer fits you. They're no longer, you no longer align with. And when you recognize that and understand that there's a hope 
of wanting something better, but also the acceptance and the receiving. Because one of the things about healing is there's there's a shift that happens energetically. When we allow ourselves to heal, that means that we have to release something because we are welcoming something much better, much more healthier, a balance to our to ourselves, you know, our body, our vessel, our mind, because in this three-dimensional world, our body is our vessel. It carries our brain, which is technically our mind, and it it stores our emotions, which are energetic uh, frequencies. And so it is such a powerful thing that we have um, to, to have our body and, and to be able to, to utilize it for many many things. And with that in mind, talk to me for a moment about energy. Is everything energy? Everything is energy. My voice is energy. My heartbeat is energy. My breath is energy. Yeah. And this is just the uh, the manifestations of different manifestations of energy, right, Carolina? Yes. And yeah, I remember the first time that um, I really started working with my own energy and and literally when I closed my eyes, I could see energy and frequency. It was beautiful colors. Like you said, it's a beautiful dance of colors. Uh, so my next question is about liberation and freedom. What does it look like for you? What would that be to be liberated? It would be like and experience a deep meditative trance of just being able to leave your body vessel and just flow through the air and just just really allow yourself to be your authentic self to to not care what color you are what background you are but just just to be and to to experience love unconditionally intuition is that something that we all have or intuition is a gift to some of us who are sensitive enough to to listen to that voice in my life experience intuition is something that we all have and i think that whatever life path has taken you sometimes we choose not to use it and um some of us who are able to be more intuitive and are willing to accept it, it becomes sort of like a gift for us because we we have been, you know, it's that, that sense of gratitude that we have been able to, to see and to feel it and to know that there is so much value in intuition um, that our creator has, has shared with us. It seems like some of us are more interested in exploring and listening to the voice of intuition. Do you wonder why this happens to some of us and not all of us? You know, I'm a true, like, uh, a lot of, again, all of this, the, the intuition, the spiritual realm really intrigues me. And a lot of the the, the messages that I, I have resonated with come from Dolores Cannon, which, it, you know, did a lot of work unearthing this this past life regression hypnotism. And, and some of the things that came up with that is, is that 
we we come into this in into this lifetime with contracts and these agreements and so some of us are here to use those things like intuition our spiritual interests to really raise the vibrations and of this world because of maybe the the decades that of of sadness and anger and you know the the devastation of some of these things like war and hate. And so being able to find that balance. Um, and I do truly believe that that is one of the things that we, we are meant to do is these, these beings that are ready to embrace their intuition is that is our life purpose. What was the inspiration for you to become a holistic practitioner, a psychotherapist, and sound healing practitioner? You know, I I do feel that I I entered this platform of of being a conduit of healing through being a psychotherapist and and specifically trauma therapy. I there was a there was actual a, an actual joy that I that I felt in being able to hold space for individuals that have gone through so much in their life and are still willing to to really transform and feel other than, you know, they want to experience joy, happiness and and gratitude. And so um, about four years ago, uh, I, I started to to experience my, my own spiritual ascension, my spiritual awakening and, and having that really be the vehicle to 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 really transform my entire practice into not just what I do, but what I am. I'm a conduit of healing has really been the the amazing transformation in the evolution of of myself. And again, not just it's not just what I do, it's what I am. So talk to me about healing sound therapy or sound healing practice. I have heard about, of course, and we we expose to sounds all the time, but how does it work? What that, this modality specifically, how does it work in Carolina? So the modality of sound to healing sound therapy that I incorporate in my practice is usually after processing um, a trauma or something very significant. And so when we're able to release that that those energies and frequencies throughout our body, sometimes they don't necessarily dissipate. They don't really release. And so um, I actually stumbled upon this um, and, and I, I, I wanted to do more during the pandemic with energy work and, and distance healing. Um, and so I started with with the sound bowls and, and really just playing them for my clients. But then when I started doing more of my own um, healing and just connecting more intuitively, what ended up happening was that the sounds, the sound bowls became a, a very powerful tool to be able to connect energetically with my clients and really help them move the energy that was probably still there um, and just maybe stagnant throughout their body. It was an, um, an amazing feeling to have to be able to 
to not necessarily feel the client, right? But because you never are in the energetic field of the other person, there's a, there's still a sense of boundary, but just hovering over them. And I remember this one time, just just telling my you know telling my client, you need to let go, and it's in this part of your of your body. And so just being able to to be the eyes and feel what that was happening, to be able to really again be the conduit of the healing was very powerful not just for myself, but for my client, that this, this is possible. And, and, sh- and she was able to do it, to move past this. Wow. So this is uh, energy healing. That's what it is through sound, although everything is energy. Talk to me about the difference between energy, frequency, and vibration. Are they all in a way the same? We are talking about the same things or, or they are different? So if you think about a vibration, it just moves. It just like, say it just jumps. The frequency is what moves the vibration through. And so when, for instance, for myself, when I use the bulls or when I use my voice, I'm is the frequency that I'm using to move the vibrations along. If you think about a fish, a fish that is, is being carried by the waves, the waves is the frequency. So it, everything is energy, but it has yeah different layers, if we can use that word. I'm trying to, to use a word for it. But we call the vibration, uh, sensations. But sensation is actually the consequence of, of being touched, of feeling these, uh, the vibrations or the frequencies, right? So that's something else. Basically, you're saying that, which I do believe I have done a lot of energy healing, and it's so powerful, and and sound healing is extremely powerful, to me specifically. That can help mental health issues, and I mean, all kinds of healing too, I would say even physical healings for illnesses, right? Yes, absolutely. And we've had so much research done on binaural beats and sound frequency. And if you really think about it, when, you know, when someone is diagnosed with cancer, you usually do chemotherapy and radiation. And what is that? That is energy. So it it can be used and a lot of in you know the major teachings that I carried from from my mentors has been the, the fact that once you are able to clarify and set the intention healing can take place. So we are now speaking of thoughts that they are also energy frequencies would you say Carolina or uh they are vibrations frequencies right? They're frequencies, yes, because um, remember, it, so it flows, so it moves. So when we have lower or, or negative cognitive messages to ourselves, they carry lower frequency, lower, emo- lower frequency emotions. So like that's why when we're depressed, sadness, those feelings just, just keep us down. And a lot of, that's why a lot of people, when they're depressed, they can't. They feel they can't get out of the bed, or they're fatigued. So that is a, a way to explain the mental health perspective through frequency. It, why is that such a challenge for most of us or most people to understand that thoughts are energy? Everything's energy, and thoughts are deeply connected to these energetic 
wavelengths or resonance, and it's really driving our lives. Yeah, I'm wondering how to, yeah, I guess we are doing the work of passing on that message of so we can become more open, more people become more open to this kind of healing modalities. So talk to me for a moment about belief systems and thoughts and how they can affect our entire lives. Absolutely. So in worldwide society, there is a disconnect. And just as you said that everything is connected, there is a disconnect in the belief that the mind, the body and spirit are connected and they are one. And so sometimes, and, and this is a great example too about our healthcare system, wherever you are, when you go to the doctor and you're having a stomach ache, first you go to the general doctor. The general doctor says, well, I can't find anything. So they take you to a specialist. Then that specialist is only focusing on the stomach. But what if there's something else wrong with your organisms that are causing that stomach ache? And so again, the healthcare system is a really good example of, unfortunately, the disconnect that society currently is experiencing. And the way to be able to connect all of these different elements of who we are, mind, body, and spirit, is to raise consciousness, is to become aware. And just sitting down, even just listening to this podcast and being able to identify certain nuggets of like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, because I'll give you an example. Whenever I I speak to my clients and really try to explain how their emotions are energy, I, I tell them this. Think about a person who has anger management issues. They can be calm and collective. Something happens to get them angry. They have the energetic force to make a hole through the wall. How did that happen? It is energy. And so being able to just give those examples and being able to say, this is why everything is connected and the importance of connection and consciousness to be able to surpass the things that we have gone through, to be able to live the life that we were meant to live, to find balance and create well-being is, is important. Would you call this work of open up, creating that space for healing a work of spirituality or being spiritual in a sense? I think it is, you know, being able to gather the research, right? We Because in this three-dimensional world, we, we want research. We want evidence to back things up. But in, in, in the spiritual realm, it's about feeling and being. And being able to merge these two, especially mental health and healing, there's there's I can get as many certifications of evidence-based practice, but the people that come to heal, they want to feel the experience. They don't want data or pieces of paper to say, okay, you're healed. They want to experience it. And sometimes that spirituality is really feeling the shift, the transcendence, the transformation that takes place mm. in the human being. So true. Thank you so much, Carolina, for what you do.
and how you do it. We're almost at the end, but I have other topics here. Talk to me for a moment about EMDR, this modality. That's another one that you use, right? Yes. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to say the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can see why this is abbreviated. Right. So okay. it's eye movement desensitization and reprocessing oh. therapy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dr. Shapiro actually stumbled upon this in the 1980s, and it was through bilateral stimulation. So the movement of the eyes from left to right, which actually, if you think about it, binaural beats does the same thing, is the synchronicity of the brain that takes place from left to right, left to right. And so EMDR has been used in the past uh, to help individuals process uh, trauma, anxiety, depression. I currently use it for the same reasons, but also if there is, you know, even just the stressors of being living in the pandemic and having to transition through this whole process can be overwhelming and it can be triggering if you have unresolved um, traumas. And so EMDR, what it does, it helps the individual Again, align and synchronize the body sensations, the emotions, and the cognitive processing um, in the brain to be able to process what the event was from the past and to really be able to gather a new way of thinking or a new cognitive processing or a message, a cognitive message that carries a healthier emotional response and a, and a physiological um, response as well. So when we think about, let's just say, when we have people who didn't, do not process their trauma, if they continue to ignore the symptoms physiologically or emotionally or cognitively, it'll come up in different ways. The body is really trying to tell us, hey, you, you need to either process it, let it go or do something about it. And so it's why it's so important. It's, again, energy. When there's stagnant energy, when there's lost energy that doesn't find its place, it's going to raise havoc. Another question I have is about meditation. Do you also integrate meditations to um, the sessions, to your healing modalities? Absolutely. It is so important for all of us, um, include like especially when we're going through our healing process, to have a meditation practice because this is the way we're able to lower our brain wavelengths to a conscious state. And when we're in this space, again, anything is possible. When we are conscious, there's so much more healing. And I honestly think that there it is a portal to that inner wisdom and that inner healing um, that we all have. When I think about meditation, I think about relaxation for some reason. That's Is that the way you see it too, Carolina? Or meditation means something else to you? I see it as wherever you set the, whatever the intention that you set is, meditation is because... You know, a lot of people will say, will recommend meditation to relax and to relax your body. Some people will do it as a meditation, as a ritual um, to tap into deeper, deeper parts of themselves and their consciousness. So it all is dependent on what intention you set. So we're almost at the end. And I want to mention that you offer 
different services, energy, sound healing, meaningful guidance in psychotherapy, EMDR, and also indigenized therapy. Yes. Talk to me about that. I didn't ask. Oh, this is, this is where my heart is. Um, you know, growing up, I, I really didn't um, see myself aligning or, or, or really connecting a lot with other people, other of Mexican descent. And so as I did get, did some digging, I end up finding out that I, my ancestors are from the Yaqui Yoema tribe. And it, it just became a, a mission for me to really uh, provide the healing in modern world for my indigenous, my indigenous people. And so a lot of the indigenized therapy is about honoring our belief system, our, our honoring the four directions which are, there are guides, um, our ancestors play a big part. And so being able to bring you back to nature and that reciprocal relationship that we have with Mother Earth um, is indigenized therapy. And so again, being able to decondition the ego is a big part of it, but also, again, that inner wisdom that comes from our teachings. To just honor nature. So my final questions to you, let's see. Yeah, I'll ask you this one. What is another word for healing? Transcendence. What is success to you today? What is to be successful from your perspective? Every day being able to work on something within myself to be able to continue the, the work that I do. So if I can you know, do something to heal myself, to better myself. That means that I can show up to other people as a conduit of healing and just be present. And my last question is, what are three things you wish everyone to experience before they lose the body? To feel, to love, and to heal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it goes back to those essential components, right, of, of what this is all about. Thank you so much again, Carolina, for what you do, how you do it, the wisdom you share, the wisdom, the natural wisdom you you are open to let it flow through you and everything else that can be felt. Thank you. Thank you, Valeria, for the time. And before we say goodbye, where can we find more information about you, your work, services, products, and future projects? You can go to unearthhealing.com. You can follow on Instagram, unearthhealing, as well as Twitter, unearthhealing. Everything is unearthhealing. We are unearthing our inner healing. Mm, yes. Thank you so much again. And we'll talk soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Carolina Miranda and her work, please visit unearthling.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org/podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now. <laughs>